What up, what up, what up? Ladies and gents, boys and girls, you are now tuned in to a brand new episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. I am your host with the most, the Hoods ESPN, Crystal Streets Golden Boy, Dre Day. What's up, what's up, what's up? This is episode 288, episode 288 of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. As usual, I got to show my grace and give thanks to all of you who have been supporting the podcast for as long as you have, for as short as you have. Keep it going, keep it flowing. This episode here, WrestleMania is here. WrestleMania is finally here. This weekend, it is going down. WrestleMania, the showcase of the immortals, okay? Now, for the past three years, if I'm not mistaken, WrestleMania has been a two-day event. It has been on a Saturday and it has been on a Sunday. I believe it's been the last three years, if I'm not mistaken. I think, what year was it? I think it was one year they did it in Tampa and then they brought it back the following year because, you know, the pandemic, it was still a pandemic, but everything started opening back up. So I think that was 37, 38, and now we get to 39. Because last year it was in Texas, and it was two days. And now this year it is in California. It is going down in SoFi Stadium, home of the Los Angeles Rams and the Los Angeles Chargers. First take, what day was it? I believe it was either Tuesday or Wednesday, if I'm not mistaken. Might have been Thursday. Uh, They broke the news and they announced. Well, I think on Monday they had announced that they announced one match for Saturday. And they said that John Cena and Austin Theory was going to open the festivities. Okay, the whole show, including Saturday and Sunday, John Cena and Austin Theory will open WrestleMania this weekend for the United States Championship. So what I'm going to do is this. I am going to break down the matches for Saturday, and then I'm going to break down the matches for Sunday, but I'm going to give my predictions for each and every match now let me just say this i'm excited i'm very excited for wrestlemania as a diehard wrestling fan and have been for so many years the one thing that i've tried to do on this podcast is be consistent with doing a little bit of wrestling talk now obviously i didn't do the royal rumble prediction because I wasn't potting at the time. I had took a break. I had taken a sabbatical. So I didn't do Survivor Series and I didn't do the Royal Rumble. When I first started this podcast in 2018, I had said to myself that if I do do wrestling, I can't always do Raw and I can't always do SmackDown because of my work schedule. 
But what I could do is I can do the pay-per-views, the big pay-per-views. And if you are a wrestling fan like I am, a devoted WWE fan for that matter, then you know that there's four big pay-per-view events every year. One for each quarter. You have the Royal Rumble. You have WrestleMania. You have SummerSlam. And you have Survivor Series. Those are the four marquee pay-per-views for each quarter. The first quarter is Royal Rumble because it's January. Second quarter, WrestleMania because it's April. Third quarter, August, SummerSlam. And then the final quarter, Survivor Series, which is November. So I'm very much excited for this WrestleMania. And primarily because I'm off this uh, I'm off this weekend. And quite frankly, the, the past few WrestleManias that I the past few WrestleManias I can honestly say that I have been able to enjoy WrestleMania at its entirety because I haven't had to work WrestleMania. I've had WrestleMania weekend off and bam, I'm going to have it off this weekend as well. So I'm going to be doing double duty as it pertains to watching WrestleMania and watching the NCAA tournament, the men and the women. But let's get straight into it, shall we? Now, again, I said John Cena and Austin Theory is going to open WrestleMania. Now, the other matches that's on this card, I don't know the particular orders. But when I do mention the matches... There, there, there will be a match where I say I think this match should be the match to close the show. Cena and Austin Theory was not one of those matches. Let's just get that out the way. I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge supporter of John Cena. Would I say he's one of my favorite wrestlers? Absolutely not. But I will say this though: he's been gone for quite some time. He's not the John Cena of old, where Every Monday or every Friday, he's going to show up on Raw or SmackDown. He's doing other things now. He's in Hollywood now. He's doing a bunch of things now. He's at the age now where he doesn't have to show up for every Raw anymore. And I'm okay with that. But for the showcase of the Immortals, I'm intrigued with this matchup with him and Austin Theory. Reason being is because Austin Theory, has been a lot of comparisons with him and John Cena, especially from... When Austin Theory first came into the WWE, you know, he was the product. Well, he was the remember back in the day when Drew McIntyre was the chosen one from Vince McMahon. Well, his relationship with Vince McMahon dating back to last year, you would think he was the next chosen one. Vince McMahon gets let go. I forgot the exact reason. I know it was dealing with some hush money type shit or whatever, but needless to say, his old fart ass was gone and I was happy for it, but that's neither here nor there. Austin Theory goes away for a little while, comes back with a beard, and I can honestly say this is the best that I've ever seen him. He gets a U.S. title shot. I think he took it from Seth Rollins, if I'm not mistaken, and he's been running hot ever since then. We now get to this storyline with him and John Cena. 
I honestly think that John Cena does not need this win. This does nothing. This this does nothing for him if he wins. What it does is it destroys Austin Theory. Austin Theory needs this win more than John Cena. Cena is already established. 16-time WWE champion. He's been U.S. champ before. So I really don't see why I put the belt on Cena, especially if he's not full-time. That's more of a reason on why I don't see why he needs this match. So with that being said, I believe that Austin Theory is going to come out the victor in this match. Do I think the match is going to be a classic? No, but I do think it's going to be good. John Cena is good in the ring. Austin Theory is amazing in the ring. So I'm eager to see what their chemistry is going to be in this match. So I have Austin Theory walking out with the dub and staying the United States champion. Next, we have in a WrestleMania showcase, showcase match. There's showcase matches for both days. You have one for Saturday and you have one for Sunday. And it just so happens that those matches are basically four-way tag team matches, which I actually like that they did this because there's just some superstars that I believe that like the mid, like the, the mid card and low tier superstars. I believe there's a bunch of them that deserve to be on that WrestleMania stage. And with that being said, you have Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the street profit versus alpha Academy versus the Viking Raiders. Now, for me, I think, I think a babyface is going to win this match. I think a babyface team is going to win this match. So it's either Braun Strowman or Ricochet or Street Profits or the Street Profits. Now for me, listen, I know last year they teased a breakup. With the Street Profits. They teased it. But they didn't really execute on it. I would not be mad. If they chose to do this. At Wrestlemania. Because not for nothing. In my honest opinion. I got nothing but love for. Dawkins. But Montez Ford. He needs a single push, and he needs it right away. Now, I'm not saying that being in a tag team is stopping him from doing that, but I'm I'm ready to see him as a solo star. I'm I'm ready to see him as a solo star. So, with that being said, listen, Alpha Academy and the Viking Raiders. I don't have neither one of them winning. Again, I have one of the baby faces winning, and in my honest opinion. I am going to go with, mm, damn, I really cannot call this because I like both teams. I like Braun Strowman, even though he's been somewhat of a disappointment since he's returned to WWE. I like Ricochet, high flying, got a banging ass fiance, who is the ring announcer for SmackDown. Damn. 
You know what? I'm going to go with the Street Profits. I'm going to go with the Street Profits. I think this is going to be a good match. Um, Chad Gable, like, hell of a star. Super talented. Now, this whole thing with Otis, I don't know what's going to happen with him in this match. But, uh, yes, I'm going to go with the Street Profits to win this match. Next, we got Becky Lynch, Lita, and Trish Stratus against Damage Control. Becky Lynch and Lita are the new women's tag team champions. They took it away from EO Sky and Dakota a few roars ago. And now we get a six-woman tag match. Now, me personally, I was really gunning for Trish versus Bayley at WrestleMania and then have a rematch of the tag title match. But I'm not mad at this. I'm not mad at damage control going up against Becky Lynch, Trish, and Lita. Because, again, I love me some Trish. And I love me some Lita. They are from my era of wrestling, which is the Attitude Era. So I'm going to be biased towards them probably a good 85 90% of the time. But for anybody that knows me as of lately... I love me some Bailey. I love me some Bailey. A few years ago, when she made that heel turn, that was the greatest thing to have happened to her. You know, the hugger thing, it had its run, but then it got stagnant and it got boring. She needed a heel turn. And when she made that heel turn, that was the best thing that happened to her. When WWE was in a pandemic and you had them performing in the performance center, they wasn't even doing live events. All the pay-per-views, all the roars, all the SmackDowns was in the performance center. You could make a case that aside from Roman Reigns, Bailey was the MVP of the pandemic time in WWE. Because she saved it. She was the SmackDown Women's Champion. She held that shit down. Her and Sasha Banks. Well, M M Mercedes Monet now, if you haven't been paying attention. I love Damage Control. I love EO Sky and I love Dakota. I think they need... I, I, honestly, I honestly believe... That damage control needs this win more than Trish and Lita and Becky Lynch. Reason being is because Becky Lynch and Lita, yes, they're tag team champions. Trish is making her return to the ring probably just for one night. Who knows? Maybe she'll be back for SummerSlam. I don't know. But as of lately, Damage Control has been losing their stock as of lately. And I believe that this weekend at WrestleMania, I believe they get the win over Damage Control. I mean, over Trish, Lita, and Becky Lynch. I even toyed around with the notion that maybe Trish will turn heel. That she turns on them. 
I just threw that out there. Now it may not it may not happen, but if it did, you know when you heard it, you know when you heard it first. But I believe that damage control with Bailey. And on top of that, as you know, if you've been watching the Roars as of lately, you know, you would think it's a little tension among damage control. You know, it's been almost a year since damage control was formed. They was formed at SummerSlam. What was it? I think it was SummerSlam last year. It was fought when Bailey made her return and she brung EO Sky and Dakota back as well. So it's been like a little rumbling going on. They're throwing like little teases that damage control might be breaking up. But I think they get the win this weekend. I think they get the win this weekend. I truly think that they get the win this weekend. Next, we got Seth freaking Rollins against Logan Paul. Let me tell you something. When Seth Rollins comes out and that theme music hits, there are going to be two. There's going to be two theme musics, theme songs that's going to tear that place apart. One is Seth Rollins. And the other is Cody Rhodes. I'm gonna get to that when I do the Sunday when, when I do the Sunday part. I got Seth Rollins winning this rap match against Logan Paul. Now, if you don't know who Logan Paul is, yeah, he's this YouTube sensation that you know does celebrity boxing matches and all this shit. But I will say this: his time in the WWE, I have been very impressed. I've been very impressed. He he was very impressive in his teaming with The Miz against the Mysterios last year at Mania. I believe it was Mania. I was impressed with his match with Roman Reigns at Crown Jewel. I was very much impressed with his Royal Rumble with uh, the, the, the across-the-court clothesline shit that he did with Ricochet where they basically jumped off the ropes and collided with each other and clotheslined each other in the air. Amazing shit. So I have been very impressed with him. But this is Seth freaking Rollins we're talking about. This is Seth freaking Rollins we're talking about. I do not expect my boy to lose at Mania, not to no damn Logan Paul. Now, this match has the potential to be match of the night. This match has the potential. Because again, I just said Logan Paul has been very impressive. And we know what Seth Rollins brings to the ring. He's one of the top performers in the company. So I would not be surprised if this match wasn't one of or the match of the night. Okay? I'm going with Seth freaking Rollins. There you have it. This match, I'm very much looking forward to. Father versus son. <laughs> Rey Mysterio versus Dominique Mysterio. Now, I want to say this. When Dominique turned on his father, I forgot when he did it. 
it might have been Crown Jewel or it might have been a little after Crown Jewel when he joined Judgment Day. Immediately when that happened, I knew this was coming at WrestleMania. Because not for nothing, I mean, Dominique needed a heel turn. Because the whole tandem with his father, yeah, it was dope, but it was getting very much... It's the, it's, it's the same situation with Bailey, right? He's, you know, he's the successor to his father. He's got the Mysterio name. We're waiting to see what he does. After a while, it got boring. He now joins Judgment Day with Finn Balor and... Damian Priest and Rhea Ripley and they're trying to piggyback off the Eddie Guerrero and China, you know, shit. He's getting a lot of heat as of late. And in this business, if you're getting a lot of heat, that means you're doing the right thing. It just so happened that this past Monday on Raw, it really got intense. Now, yes, last Friday on SmackDown, you know, Dominique got a little disrespectful with his mother and his sister, and then Rey Mysterio had to, you know, punch him on the floor a little bit and then tell him, I'll meet you at WrestleMania because Dominique was basically challenging his father for a good two weeks, and his father didn't budge. But it took for him to be disrespectful to his mother to do that. So in the words of Will Smith, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Ray Mysterio had to school his son real quick. We now get to Monday. This past Monday on Raw and Dominique cranked it up just a little bit more. Where he said that he wishes that Eddie Guerrero, the late great Eddie Guerrero, Mr. Latino Heat, himself he wished that Eddie Guerrero was his father now me personally with some of the shit that he's been doing in the ring as of lately you know he, he you know he was doing the the three time suplex that Eddie Guerrero used to do he'll suplex you once shake shake himself around and suplex you again shake himself around and do it again before he did the frog splash, he'll do his little shimmy. Before he did the frog's frog splash, Dominique does it on occasion. I'm so looking forward to this match. But do I think Dominique can carry himself in this ring with his father is the issue. And as a side, congratulations to Rey Mysterio because this weekend he will be inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame. But honestly, in my opinion, it's not even the match I'm looking forward to. Because honestly, with this match, I really don't, I really can't say who do I think is going to win. But obviously, I'm going to pick a winner. And I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with Ray. I'm going to go with Ray. I'm, I'm going to go with Ray to win. Just because he's going into the Hall of Fame. If he wasn't going into the Hall of Fame, then yeah, I would go with Dominique. But see, this is what I'm interested in. I'm interested to see the entrance of Dominique because now that you done said that you wish Eddie Guerrero was your father, it had me thinking. It really had me thinking. Maybe, 
just maybe, if you really want to put some spice to this, you come out to the ring. But this is only if Mysterio, this is this, this is only if Ray comes out first. It will work perfectly if Ray comes out first. If Ray Mysterio comes out first, then this scenario will work to perfection. It doesn't work that well if Dominique comes out first. It works to perfection if if Ray comes out first. Let's say Ray comes out first to the 619. He's standing in the ring. He's waiting for his son. Letting the heat build up. No pun intended. And then Eddie Guerrero's theme song comes on. And Dominique pulls up on that stage. Because you know it's WrestleMania. So you know it's going to be a stage. And you also know it's going to be a low ramp. That long ramp that you walk down. Let's just say for the sake of argument, Dominique comes out to Rey Mysterio, I mean to Eddie Guerrero's theme music and pulls up in the low rider. Hits the hydraulics. Really brings some shit to this storyline. You feel me? Listen, I'm hoping that happens. Since you don't put it out there that you wish that Eddie Guerrero was your father. And as a side, obviously we know he doesn't mean that, but you got to build the storyline. So I'm all for it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm hoping that's the case. So with that being said, again, I'm not really interested in the match. I'm just intrigued to see what's going to happen pre-match. So I'm going with Rey Mysterio to get the dub over his son, Dominique. I wouldn't be mad if Dominique won either. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at all. You know what I'm saying? So let's just get that out the way. Next, we got the SmackDown Women's Championship. We got Charlotte Flair against Rhea Ripley. This match, I'm very much excited for. And the reason being is because this has been the year so far for Rhea Ripley. When she joined Judgment Day, for me, in my honest opinion, now, I remember when she joined it, it was her, Damian Priest, and Edge. When they turned on Edge and Finn Balor joined, then it became Finn Balor, Damian Priest, Rhea Ripley. Then Dominique turned on his father, and then he joined Judgment Day. And ever since then, for me, in my opinion, I know they're not going to say it, but for me, in my opinion, I felt Rhea Ripley was the leader of that squad. Now, some may say Finn Balor, which I have no problem with. I love Finn Balor. But for me, I think Rhea is the, is the, 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 the Don Lady, I'll say, of Judgment Day. She won the Royal Rumble, which she was my pick to win. So the heel turn that she had was the best thing to happen to her. She now goes up against Charlotte Flair. What do I need to say about Charlotte Flair that you don't already know? One of the greatest 
female superstars of all time. One of the best female performers in the WWE. Obviously, she's the daughter of Ric Flair. We know all of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got Rhea winning this match. And I think Rhea deserves to win this match. And I believe she's going to get it. Now, me personally, when she won the Royal Rumble, I was banking on her and Bianca. I was surprised when she chose Charlotte. I was very much surprised. But when she gave her reason, it made sense. If you go back to the WrestleMania, I believe it was 36. Charlotte Flair won the Royal Rumble. And when you win the Royal Rumble, you get to choose which champion you want to go against. Charlotte took a different approach. She chose the NXT title. Not Raw or SmackDown women's title. She chose the NXT women's title. And the champ at the time was none other than Rhea Ripley. Rhea Ripley lost that match. Don't match for that matter. Rhea Ripley has never forgotten that. So when she won the Royal Rumble, she made it her business. The next, I think it was the next night, or maybe on SmackDown, the same week, she made it her business to decide who she was going to pick. And she picked Charlotte. So I'm very much intrigued for this match. And again, I'm going with Rhea Ripley. I have no problem with Charlotte having the belt. Now, as of, as of lately, I hate it when she had it. But who she took it from, Ronda Rosley. Ronda Rosley. That's why I'm so loving the fact that she's the champ now. Because, quite frankly, you want your top star to have a championship at Mania. And right now, the two biggest stars from the female aspect in WWE is Charlotte and it is Bianca. They're both very popular. Very popular. So, I'm not mad for Charlotte to have the title going into WrestleMania. And I wouldn't be disappointed if she lost it either. Because I think it's Rhea Ripley's time now. I truly believe it's Rhea Ripley's time. So I believe that Rhea is walking out of WrestleMania, the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Now let's get to what I think will be the match of the night. I truly believe that the undisputed tag team title match will be the match of the night. We have the Usos defending their undisputed tag team titles against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Now, I'm not going to go through the whole storyline with the bloodline, but I will say this. When Sami was with them, he made them even more popular. To the point, in some instances, he was bigger than Roman. <laughs> we get to War Games. 
They go up against Kevin Owens and his crew, and we all know what happened. Sammy had to test. He had to show Roman Reigns his loyalty. And he turned on his best friend. I mean, it sounds crazy turning on your best friend and your best friend was on the opposing team anyway, but neither here nor there. We then get to the Royal Rumble. Kevin Owens goes up against Roman Reigns. After the match, Roman Reigns wins. He wants to do so much damage to Kevin Owens afterwards. Handcuffs him to the ring. Wanted to hit him with a chair. Sami Zayn had to stop him. And then Sami turned on the bloodline. We then get to Elimination Chamber. Roman gets his match with Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn loses. The Uso, well, the bloodline was already turning on Sami Zayn. We just didn't know where Jay Uso stood. And then recently, Jay turned on Sami. And then we now fast forward to now. You have these two friends, damn near brothers. They couldn't get along, but they did have a common enemy. And that was the Usos and the Bloodline. And we're better off beating them together than beating them separate. And now all of that comes to head on Saturday. Because I believe this match is going to steal the show. I truly believe this is going to steal the show. And as much as I love the Bloodline, I think this WrestleMania will be the mania where the undisputed titles are finally off the hands of the bloodline. I think starting Saturday, we see the end of the bloodline. Because I believe Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens are walking out of mania, your new undisputed tag team champions. I believe this match is going to be stellar. This is definitely going to be one of the one of the top matches of the night, if not the match of the night, in my opinion. That crowd is going to go berserk when Sammy Music hits. That crowd is going to go crazy if they win this match. So yes, I'm going with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens to beat the Usos. And end the streak of them having the tag titles. And I believe that we're about to see the beginning of the end for the bloodline. So those are just Saturday's matches. We now get to Sunday. We now get to Sunday. And I think, I truly believe that it's six matches on this card. It was seven for Saturday. It's six for Sunday. The first match I want to get into is Edge versus Finn Balor. Hell in a cell. This match has the potential to be match of the night. Now, usually the main events is never the match of the night. It's usually those other matches. It's usually the, ma the match in the middle or the second to last match 
this match right here has the potential to be match of the night. And not only is it Edge versus Finn Balor, it's in Hell in a Cell. Edge has so much history in Hell in a Cell. And I truly believe that this is not Finn Balor that's going in there. I believe this is Demon Balor that's going in there. Yes, the one who's tat, the one who's covered up in paint, his face is painted. He has the dreads covering. Yeah, I believe that's the Finn Balor. I believe that's the Balor that's going to show up at this mania. He has to. Because this is all acute. This is all coming from when they turned on Edge when he was with Judgment Day and he was the leader. Now, with that being said, who do I have winning this match? I honestly think that Finn Balor needs this match more than Edge. Honestly, I think nothing happens to either one of them if they lose. And the reason being is because this is going to be a stellar match. So it's not like, oh, if one person loses, their stock falls. I don't see that happening. But I'm going with Finn Balor. I think Finn Balor is going to win. I have Finn Balor winning this match. Again, I, I would not be mad if Edge won, but I think that Finn Balor is going to walk out the victor. Well, let me change that. Demon Balor. I believe Demon Balor will win this match. Next, we got, again, like I said earlier, there's two showcase matches. You have a men's one and you have a women's one. A eight-woman tag team match. Four-way. You got Liv Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez against Natalia and Shotzi. Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler and Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. Now, unlike the males, I don't think a babyface is going to win this one. I believe... A heel team is going to win. Now the consensus would say Ronda and Shayna is going to win. The dark horse is Shayna De Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green. But I, I, I honestly don't see them winning. Unfortunately, I believe that Ronda and Shayna Baszler are going to win this match. Because once they win this match, that puts them in position for a women's tag team match in the near future. I love me some Liv Morgan. I have grown, she has grown on me for about two years now. For about two years now, she's grown on me. One money in the bank. I believe she should have won the championship earlier than that, but that's neither here nor there. She won money in the bank, cashed in on Ronda Rousey. Oh, my God. I love me some Liv Morgan. Whoo, Jesus Christ. Whoo. I just daydreamed for a minute. Man, 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 oh, man, oh, man. Stay focused, Dre. Stay focused. 
I love Raquel Rodriguez as well. Shout out to Braun Strowman for scooping that up. I love me some Natalia. Okay? She's from the Hart family. What else needs to be said about that? But I honestly think that a heel team is going to win, and I'm going to go with Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. There you have it. Next, we got Brock Lesnar against Omos. Let's just, let's get out the way. Brock Lesnar's going to win. Now, for those who's been paying attention to Raw as of late, it's basically looking like Brock is out matched Omos is about 400 something pounds I believe his height is what 7'3 or some shit I like Omos I truly do but we all know what this is going to lead to yes Brock Lesnar is going to catch him with an F5 this weekend we're all waiting for it we're all anticipating it and it's going to happen and when it does, Brock Lesnar will get the three count. So Brock Lesnar will win this weekend, in my opinion, against Omos. Don't really need to dive too much into that match. Because quite frankly, I actually think that's going to be a dud. But I do believe an F5 is coming to Omos. Next, I believe this match here. Definitely has the potential to not just be match of the night, but might be the match of the whole bill. The Intercontinental Championship Triple Threat Match. Gunther, Drew McIntyre, and Sheamus. Now, for one, I'm not going to lie. There were rumors floating around that Gunther... Might have been going against Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. I wouldn't have been mad at that. Because I have become a very much supporter and fan of Gunther. After his performance in the Royal Rumble. And I love when he does that chop shit. When he slaps you on your chest. I be feeling that shit. And I'm not even the one getting it. Drew McIntyre. What can I say about him? Since his return to WWE. We all remember when he was with the 3MB with Heath, Heath Slater and what's homeboy name? Jinder Mahal, which was a hell of a joke. When, Finn, when, when, when Drew McIntyre came back, he's been on a mean streak ever since. He was WWE champion, even though it was in a pandemic. I like Drew McIntyre. Amazing performer. That Claymore kick, I love, I love that shit. But I love the broad kick as well. And that's from Sheamus. The Celtic Warrior, they say. Fight night, all that shit. I love me some Sheamus, man. Again, I like Gunther and I respect him. But I just believe that it's time for his inter intercontinental title run to end. I truly believe it's time for his title run to end. It's been stale for, 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 for all purposes. Let's call it what it is. I remember when the Intercontinental title 
was the workhorse title. I remember when the title, I remember those matches were top-notch matches. I remember when those title matches was better than the WWE Championship match. What happened to those days, man? But we can get that this WrestleMania. We can. We could possibly get that this, mess, this WrestleMania. This Intercontinental title match could be better than the Undisputed Universal Championship match. It could. Because you have three guys that are great in the ring. I can't say neither one of them is a weak link. I can't say Drew McIntyre is a weak link. I can't say Gunther is a weak link. And I can't say that Sheamus is. But with that being said, I have to pick a winner. And I'm going with Sheamus. I'm going with Sheamus from an emotional aspect because the Intercontinental Championship is the only title that Sheamus has not had yet. That is the only one he has not had yet. He's had every other championship except the Intercontinental Championship. Once he gets that, he can say he's a Grand Slam champ. And what better way to do that than at the showcase of Immortals at WrestleMania. So from an emotional pick, I'm going with Sheamus to win this triple threat match and walk out of Mania, the new Intercontinental Champion. Next, we got the Raw Women's Championship. Bianca Belair against Asuka. Now, for everybody that knows me as of late, huge fan of Bianca Belair. First of all, she's a sister. So off that alone, I got to love her. She is the longest reigning black superstar, I think, ever in history. Just think about that. Of all the black champions that we've had, and that's a long list. Well, it's not really a long list, but y'all get what I'm saying. She's the longest reigning champ out of all of them. So that's The Rock. That's Booker T. That's Mark Henry. That's Kofi Kingston. That's Ron Simmons. All, that's Naomi. That's Sasha Banks. All the names that I just mentioned, I think Bianca Belair is the longest reigning champ out of all of them. But I'm not going to lie to you. This, this latest title run of hers has been kind of stale. And I think that it just might be, in, I think it just might be time for a new champion. Now, me personally, I have no problem with it being Oscar because I love me some Oscar. I believe her character was stale a little bit. Took some time off, went back to Japan, found her old self, came back to Raw, had a good showing at the Royal Rumble, and then positioned herself for a Royal Women's Championship match at the Showcase of Immortals. But see, here's the thing. 
I don't think both women's titles are changing at Mania. I think only one of them is going to change. And I think the one that truly needs to change is the Raw one. But with the run that Rhea has had mid last year to this year, I think she is deserving and much deserving of a title run. So again, I don't think both women's championships are changing hands. I don't. I think only one of them is going to change hands. I said Rhea was going to win. Now, I believe that Bianca's title run should end. But I wouldn't be surprised if she won. So with that being said, I'm going to go with Bianca to win. I'm going to go with Bianca to win. I truly believe that I tr well, I don't truly believe, but I believe that Bianca is going to win at WrestleMania. Because again, I don't think both women's titles are going to change hands. I think only one of them is going to change. And if I had to pick which one I truly believe is going to change, it's going to be the SmackDown women's one. And now we get to the main event. We get to the main event of main events. We get to the tribal chief, Roman Reigns, going up against the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes. Now, Roman Reigns has been killing it for the past three years, if I'm not mistaken. If I'm not mistaken, he has been WWE champ for quite some time. Didn't merge to Universal Champ. So he's been holding this company down for quite some time. I can't even go through the list of all the opponents that he's had. We see what's going on with the bloodline. We're seeing a little friction between the crew. Is WrestleMania the beginning of the end for the bloodline? Now, I already said earlier that I think the Usos are losing their tag titles at Mania. Do I think Cody Rhodes will stop Roman Reigns at Mania? Let's get to Cody Rhodes. Now, we all remember his upbringing in WWE. Obviously, he is the son of the late, great American dream, Dusty Rhodes. He is the baby brother of Dustin Rhodes, who was Gold Dust. We all remember... He was a part of Legacy with Randy Orton and Ted DiBiase Jr. We all remember he was Stardust. We all remember that he left and went to AEW. Left there and came back to WWE. Last year he made his comeback against Seth Rollins. He won at Mania. Went to Hell in a Cell with Seth Rollins. Won that match, but he got injured. Had to be sidelined for a while. Not last year. The year before. Yeah, yeah, last year. Because he made it back in time for Mania. He wins Mania. And now he's going to headline WrestleMania with the Tribal Chief. Now again, I love Roman Reigns. This is the best run 
Roman Reigns has had his whole career. It's to the point that I forgot his ass was even with the Shield. That's how that's how much that's how great his run has been since he's turned heel and he's been with the Bloodline. That's how great his run has been that I forgot he was even with the Shield. But there's an old saying, all great things must come to an end. Hell, the Undertaker's streak ended. Who, who, who would have thought that would have happened? And, and, and where did it end at? At WrestleMania. So with that being said, I think it's time for the Tribal Chiefs to say goodbye to those universal titles. There's no way Cody Rhodes returns at Royal Rumble, wins the Royal Rumble, comes back to WWE, and he does not win at WrestleMania. You got to be a fool to think that that's not going to happen. And again, when that music hits, that crowd is going to go nuts. It's in SoFi Stadium. That crowd is going to give a louder reaction. Again, I said this earlier, when Seth Rollins' music hits and when Cody Rhodes' music hits, those two reactions are going to be louder than any Rams game or Chargers game in total. Book it. I'm saying it now. So with that being said, I have Cody Rhodes walking out of WrestleMania as the new undisputed WWE Universal Champion. I'm saying it now. Now, what happens on Raw the next day, that remains to be seen. But I'm very much intrigued because if it's one thing we all know, that Raw after Mania, some superstars get called up from NXT, surprises People that people return, you know, baby faces turn heels, heels turn baby face. I don't know, but listen, listen, it's going to be some shit. I tell you that much. And I can't wait. I can't wait. So there you have it. There you have it. That is the card for WrestleMania 39. Now, I know they don't say WrestleMania 39. They just say WrestleMania. But it is the 39th installment of WrestleMania. And it's going Hollywood. At SoFi Stadium. Home of the Los Angeles Rams and Los Angeles Chargers. It is a two-day event. Saturday and Sunday. It is going live this weekend. 8 p.m. Eastern Time. 5 p.m. Pacific time and it is streaming exclusively on Peacock. They need to get me shit. They need to get shit. They need to get me to do that shit. <laughs> they need to they need to get they need to get me to do that shit. But uh there it is. Those are my predictions, and I'm excited. I can't wait. I cannot wait. I will be tuned in. I got something to do on Saturday and I should be done before Mania. If not, hey, I'll just catch the replay. You know what I mean? But I can't wait for Mania. I really can't. I'm, I'm very much excited. I can't wait. I can't wait. I can't wait. 
Just trying to figure out what shirt am I going to wear for Mania. I got my old Austin 316 shirt. I got my Brooklyn 316 shirt with the, with the, with the skull on the back. I got the old Bloodline shirt. I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I honestly don't know. But again, thank y'all for y'all support, man. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. That's a wrap for this episode. Your boy's got to go. I am hungry. I am parched. I need to get up out of here. But thank y'all for y'all support, man. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. Y'all can catch the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Uh, yeah. Those are the platforms that you can hear your boy on. Podbean as well. Y'all can find me on Facebook, Dre Day, Instagram, Dre Day1985, or Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. I got to get active with posting on that page again, because I, I, I've truly disowned and disbanded that page. I need to get back to posting stuff on that page. And then on Twitter, Dre Day1985. So once again, thank y'all for y'all continued support. Keep it going. Keep it flowing. In closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. If anybody is throwing a WrestleMania fight party, enjoy yourself and be safe. For the people that will be in attendance in Hollywood, well, L.A., they just say in Hollywood, but you get what I'm saying. For people that will be in attendance for WrestleMania, enjoy yourselves and be safe. And wait, before I go, I have to do this. I talked about Rey Mysterio being in the WWE Hall of Fame this year. I wouldn't be remiss if I didn't mention the other inductees. Now, obviously, I said Rey Mysterio already. Obviously, he's going to headline that class. Congratulations are also in order. To the great Muta. Hopefully I said his name right. I did not grow up watching him. Can't say that I know very much about him. But congratulations to him. Congratulations to Andy Kaufman. He's being inducted in the celebrity ring. Congratulations are in order to the lovely, sexy Stacy Keebler. Woo! Man, I can't wait to see her. I can't wait to see her for the Hall of Fame ceremony. I actually think that goes down on Friday, if I'm not mistaken. I think the Hall of Fame ceremony is Friday, and then the matches is Saturday and Sunday. And then for the Warrior Award, it's going to Tim White. Tim White was a longtime referee. I definitely remember him from the Attitude Era. In fact, he was the referee for the Hell in the Cell with Undertaker and Mankind when Undertaker threw Mankind off the Hell in the Cell. He's winning. He will be honored with 
the Warrior Award. Unfortunately, he passed away last year in June. So I believe someone from his family will be there in attendance to take the award in his honor. So those are the newest members of the WWE Hall of Fame. Rey Mysterio, the great Muta, Andy Kaufman, Stacy Keebler, and Tim White will go with the Warrior Award. So congratulations to them. Now I can say in closing, y'all know how this goes. This has been another episode of Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Episode 288 is over. Catch y'all on the flip side. God bless. Peace and love. Your boy is out of here. Peace. What up, what up, what up? It's your man, Dre Day, and I have a PSA announcement for y'all. Did y'all know that only 38% of African Americans were able to identify financial terms on the PFN index, an annual financial survey? Why is that? Because we're never given the tools to succeed in the financial sector. Will with American Classic Agency has been designing financial maps for his clients to succeed for over a decade for clients on both coasts. With Will, you will be able to create a game plan to get out of debt and create the wealth that you and your family deserve. If you're interested, please contact Will at willspady at gmail.com. That's W-I-L-L-S-P-A-D-Y at gmail.com or call him at 443-810-0384.